Hey there, welcome back to episode three of the Invest Your Skills podcast with your host, Summer Ames. 2020 has been a year about growth, a year about learning, and has taught me so much about resilience. Back in January, I launched a brand and a podcast called Location Independence 411. It was very rooted in travel. It was very rooted in looking to build a community with other people who wanted to travel full-time and have businesses full-time and all that jazz. So back in January, I launched the podcast while I was still in the United States visiting family And then I traveled to Vietnam in February, and the big plan was to move forward with my more travel-related podcast and brand while I'm traveling for the next three months in Vietnam. Then March rolls around, hands me a glass of wine, and changes my life in a way I never knew with the entire world dealing with COVID and selfishly what I was focused on at that very moment is what am I going to do with my business? I am rooted in travel, and travel as we know it has completely changed. So my skill investments are are at serious risk. It was the second week of lockdown here in Vietnam when I realized that it was time for me to get serious about my strategy and about pivoting my business. Because travel is different, it's going to change, and I need to make sure that I am moving forward with my investments, right? Here I find myself sitting in bed in my studio apartment during lockdown with a notebook in my lap. And I know that I am onto something and I realize that I really need to focus on skills. So as I'm trying to design an activity for others, I'm like, well, let me start with this activity for myself. So I start pushing myself to identify my skills. And it was really, really hard for me to come up with more than 20 things just off the top of my head. And then Nino was like, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep writing. I'm like, I don't want to keep writing. And he's like, keep pushing, keep pushing. I say, okay. And the next thing I knew, I had two pages. And then I had two and a half pages. And then I was going to be able to go on pretty much for an entire notebook. And that's when a little light bulb clicked in my head. In order to invest our skills, we have to show them some love. We have to know we are investing. Appreciating your skills is the first principle of skill investing, specifically because that's where you have to start first. It's the very first thing you have to do. In episode number one, I go into more detail about the six principles of skill investing, but if you haven't heard episode number one yet, I'm just going to give you a rundown on what those six principles, which spells out assets, is. A is acknowledge your skills, S is show the numbers, S set your skill investment goals, E equipped a long-term skill investment strategy, T transform your skill asset diversity plan, S spot your skills. Now, did you know that there are nearly 2 billion search results for the statement, I don't have any skills? Now, just to give you a comparison, I went and Googled Marvel Comics right after I Googled I don't have skills, and Marvel Comics only had 600 million search results. So Marvel Marvel Comics, 600 million, I don't have skills, nearly 2 billion. So what we know just from this is that there are people asking this question and there are so many people that are out there trying to explain to people what to do, you know, or to answer the question or answer the statement, I don't have any skills. 
the next thing that I started doing was just looking at the front page of Google and saying, okay, what, what are the top hits? And based on the search results, for years, people have been searching for answers to the types of questions such as, why do I sometimes feel I'm useless? Is it normal to not have any talents or skills? What should I do if I feel like I don't have any skills? And the last thing, which is just a statement is, I don't have any talents or skills. The last thing that I observe on the first page of Google is also the other search results. So the other search results, this gives you an idea of what other people are searching for or move to their related searches. So some of the things that those said was, what do you do when you have no skills? What job can I get with no skills? Is it possible to not have a talent? And last, what are my skills? So the whole point of this is people all over the world are struggling to find and appreciate their skills, which is why this principle is the most important to skill investing. Millions and billions of people all over the world do not feel like they have skills, talents, or gifts. One of my missions is to help people see that they have skills and they're valuable and they're precious. We start collecting skills at an early age. So at 15 and a half, I worked at my first job. It was called Catalano's. It was an Italian style grocery store. And unlike everybody else that I went to school with, I was all the way in the back of the grocery store working in the hot food section. This was my first introduction to anything food related. This is also when I learned what hanger was because people were showing up this counter where there is prepared food. They are stressed, they are irritable, they are tense, and they are very clearly hangry. And all I wanted to do was run out of there on some days. From the moment I stepped into the workforce, I learned two very important skills. One, how to deal with irritable customers, and two, how to stay cool under pressure. All the skills that you and I have fall into one of three general classifications of skills. Transferable skills, adaptive skills, or content skills. So transferable skills are actions that you take to complete a task in any type of industry or workforce. Listening, writing and written verbal communication, teamwork, and time management would fall into that skill type. Next, we have what's called adaptive or functional skills, and these are learned and used in daily life. So avoiding danger, managing money, social etiquette, grooming, these different adaptive or functional skills will a lot of times depend on where you're living and what the cultural norms in that location are. And then last but not least, we have our work content skills, which is where so many people immediately think of when I say, what skills do you have? So work content skills are specific to subjects, procedures, and information necessary to perform a particular task. So software development, plumbing, accounting, nursing, being a magician, a lawyer, a teacher, all of these are specific to the work content skills. Now that you're a little more comfortable with skills, I want to walk you through an activity that I do with all the students that sign up for my Decode Your Skills Lab. On day one, we create what I call the Strut Your Stuff list. This is the list of things you're good at. These are the things that you're passionate about, that you love, that you appreciate. This is the list that you can go to that have all your different types of skill investments. There's a lot of things we can do from that list in order to start building your business and moving forward, but the creation of that list is one of the most important tasks. 
So this exercise is for you if you've struggled to define or struggled documenting what skills that you have used in your past and your current so that you can use them to build a different future. To build your strut your stuff list, I want you to go through these four exercises that are going to help create this huge mountain of skills that you are good at. In this first exercise, I want you to brainstorm by yourself. What I recommend you doing is opening a blank notebook on a laptop or on your phone or a blank piece of paper, whatever you have where you can start writing a lot of information or typing a lot of information. And then I want you to set a five minute timer. For five minutes, I want you to write or type every single skill or idea that comes to your brain. The purpose of a brainstorming activity is to get as much information down and then sort through and see what's most valuable later. After you've brainstormed with yourself, I want you to start brainstorming with others. If you feel comfortable, I highly recommend you talking to your family and your friends. Ask them what you're good at. There's a lot of things that people see in us that we don't see for ourselves. So getting somebody else's opinion may help not only add things to your list that they tell you about, but it may jog other ideas that you have had in the back of your own mind too. In this third exercise, I want you to ask yourself the question, what do people ask when they come to you for advice? The things that people come to us for advice for tell us something big. It tells us that we have a skill that somebody else is either struggling to complete or that we just have more information on than they might have. If somebody is coming to us for help, that means that the skill can be invested in some way. Doing this activity third is so useful because it also gives you a chance to debrief. You've dusted off all the ideas that may have been floating in your own head during that five-minute brainstorming. You're now in front of people. You've talked to them about what your different skills may be, and now you can use this to debrief both of those. Other ideas are going to come to your mind, and you may not even realize the discussions that you had with people until you're reminded. So you have this opportunity to have your brain jog. The last activity I want you to complete to build your strut your stuff list is an inventory of your daily schedule. I want you to think about your hard skills and your soft skills that you are using from the time you wake up in the morning. When you wake up in the morning, is there a ritual yet you complete? If you work in the office, do you walk in, have a conversation with leadership, which leads into your interpersonal skills? Is there a way that you organize your emails every single morning to help you be more efficient throughout your day? That's a skill. There's so many things that we do that we unconsciously just get in the habit of and get in the motions of doing that are skills that could show somebody else how they could be more efficient or how they could be more successful or how it could change and impact their day. I'm going to challenge you to the same standards that I challenge everybody that joins my Decode Your Skills Lab. I want you to keep writing or typing until your list has at least 50 skills. Once you have a giant list of skills, you're able to take the next step and then you can see different trends. You can see what might be able to fit together to build an investment bundle or an investment brand. And without that big list, you are selling yourself short and you are reducing the number of ideas that you can move forward with. 
after you've built your own Strut Your Stuff list, I would love to hear how it went. I want to hear if it was easy for you. I want to hear where maybe you had a hard time. And definitely would love to hear if you found out that you have some skills that you've never thought of before. So I'd love for you to go ahead and join me at the Skill Investing Insiders community. You'll be able to find the link to the group in my show notes. Your skills can change your life if you allow them to do so, and I highly recommend that you let them. I'll see you right back here next week on the Invest Your Skills podcast.